Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of All Out War. I'm Turner, and I'm in the studio with Rosie. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> episode 146. We're getting at it today. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, um, we're talking around fast. What are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm excited. <laughs> good. I am too. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. I'll slow it down for you. There you go. So it's going to be a good episode. <laughs> too slow. We got too Okay. What do you know, Rosie? Oh, hey, did you, did you know that Iceland and England went to uh, war multiple <laughs> times over the course of like 30 years over fish? Over <laughs> okay, over For fish. For the fish, uh, specifically, it's called the Cod Wars. The co- <laughs> because they went to war over cod. Not and cod the, like Call of Duty. No, no, no. Okay. But the British, um, that's what fish and chips are. So they <laughs> yeah, like, right? fought to defend their... Uh, the thing anyway it says uh the modern disputes or wars began after 1952 when Mm -hmm. iceland expanded its territorial waters and then blah 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 they just kept fighting back and back you know it wasn't actually a um like fighting it was just like fishing boats ramming into each other like (laughs) yelling probably cursing at each other um but yes historians do say that iceland won Oh, really? And it said, uh, the study argues that Iceland won each of the Cod Wars, which is also very interesting because (laughs) the British had the most powerful navy and thus the most powerful military for, since the Roman Empire. Yeah. Until America really Until America, yeah. It said, uh, the study argues that Iceland won each of the Cod Wars because Icelandic statesmen were too greatly constrained by domestic politics to offer compromises to the <laughs> British, but British statesmen were not as constrained by public opinion at home. Nice. So, well, it was it's just like... Aren't the Icelanders, aren't they like the Vikings? Yeah, probably. So, I mean, you're not going to go fight with Vikings and think you're going to win. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, but this is domestic policy. <laughs> so, <laughs> they're, what are the, they're like, this is too, uh, like... Uh. We're not going to give up, and the other ones were just like, right, can you imagine here. if like your uncle died in the Cod Wars? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like, oh, remember Uncle Jack? Yeah, he was killed in the Cod Wars. <laughs> what are you looking for? <laughs> Sorry, in the Cod Wars. Sorry, I, I wasn't prepared for that. There's only one confirmed death. Oh my gosh. An Icelandic engineer who was accidentally killed in the Second Cod War while he was repairing damage <laughs> on an Icelandic patrol boat. And then the A with the E as one letter. Oh, yeah. Eger <laughs> after a collision with the British frigate. Nice. Apo- Apollo. Ooh, there you go. Oh, man. Anyways, so someone did die. That's funny. <laughs> Anyways. That's a good one. I like that one. Thanks. The Cod Wars. The Cod Wars. Next time I'm eating my $8,000 piece of fish because of inflation, I'll think of the Cod Wars. Yeah. Cool. Well. Anyways, hey. this episode has nothing to do with fish. That's right. Nothing. But. <laughs> well, well, maybe. It does. I was just thinking it? that. Oh, yeah. Fishers of men. Oh, okay. Sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy. You're listening to the All Out War Podcast. We are back. <coughs> oh, you're right there, buddy. I couldn't mute your mic in time. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. 
Rosie's been recovering from sickness, so yeah. you, you're going to make it? I think so. All right. We don't Beef, wanna... garlic, water, and vitamin C. It's amazing what yeah. those things will do. And sleep. All, yeah, sleep is amazing. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, look, we've got a great guest. We have a good friend of ours, met through Instagram, shocker, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anybody who's listening, um, you, can, you can find her on Instagram. We will put her connection on the show notes as well. But I want to welcome to the podcast for the first time ever, Jessica Spees. Jessica, how are you? Hey, good. How are y'all? We're doing good. Bet. Rosie's getting better and <laughs> getting I learned better. I learned about the Cod Wars, so it's <laughs> yeah. pretty good. So um, Rosie, you were saying all the good things that you were putting in, but is that Coke right there? <laughs> the Coke Zero. Coke Zero. <laughs> That's not gonna help. <laughs> I'm trying to I help know. him. Do you see what I'm drinking there? Well, he only has one of those it's in the fridge. Seltzer water, and I didn't <laughs> bring any. I've moved away from Coke Zero. I can't. I can't give it you up. You can. You can do all things. It's like two hands there. <laughs> I haven't touched the other one. <laughs> all right. It's a long night. Give it's me a, a break. Yeah, I'm just kidding. You've been sick. I'll let you recover. Thank you. I can. Yeah. So Jessica, uh, busted. So, I know. <laughs> You have this. Um, oh. you, it's funny because before we got on, you were like, "Is there any trigger words that I need to worry about?" Well, you just <laughs> did it. You just found it. <laughs> the, you called out Rosie in the first thirty seconds. I'm, I'm blushing so much, my glasses fogged up. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's the first. Ready for that? Yeah. Yeah. So Jessica has a Bible, a Bible uh, prophecy timeline. And in mm-hmm. uh, her whole Instagram account, it, it's it, it's cool. I, I drive with it. I drive with your Instagram account because you talk about current events and um, and how they connect with Bible, you know, eschatology and end times prophecy. And um, and so I, that's going to be what we're going to talk about tonight. Is we're going to talk a, a little bit about that. And so why don't you share with us like kind of what you did and and we'll just let it roll. Yeah. Um, first of all, I had no idea y'all talk so slow because I <laughs> podcast double time every time I oh. listen. It's so funny. I was listening to your like music and I'm like, wow, this is not as fast as I oh. <laughs> That's anyway. Funny. Um, so I just wanted to kind of do a sum up of how I got here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it all started 2020, which a lot of our stories, <laughs> but, um, before that I was, you know, somewhat of a lukewarm Christian. You'd say I was doing new age stuff, crystals and, mm. um, even like Christ consciousness stuff and mm. yoga. Um, and for a hot second, I got real deep into, Oh, uh, what is it? Q and on oh, yeah. Yeah. until I got like my worst demonic experience ever and never touched it again. But, um, wow. I moved, we moved to Tennessee from Oregon, originally from California. We've just been like running away from you. <laughs> uh, and six months in Tennessee. Um, we went through one of the worst tornadoes the state has ever seen. And one of the longest, um, yeah. And it went down um, just the street over from us. And, wow. you know, we literally thought in that time that we were like, that was, that was the last day. That was, that was it. Like mm. all my kids and my husband hovering over us while 
we, while I was singing out to Jesus, I was like, I didn't know what else to do with singing. Um, as like, you know, the windows were crashing and, um, the wind was coming in, we can feel it. And it was just, I had this crazy sensation inside of me of like needing to run and couldn't. And, um, and I realized how much time I had wasted. Mm. And I kind of thought that, you know, I'm meeting, if I'm meeting God today, what do I have to show for myself? Not that it's, you know, based off of works at any, you know, none of that stuff, but like, what have I done, you know, to spread the gospel? And anyway, so the week after, literally the week after the whole world shut down Hmm. from COVID and while we're like, we need to get out there and <laughs> spread the gospel and do stuff, like we can't be just be sitting idling by and the world shuts down and is in fear. And we're like, you all need to live. Like, anyway, it was this really weird place to be that everybody was hunkering down in fear. And we're like, no, we need to, like, we need to live. Anyway, so it was like in the weeks and months after that, I'm realizing that I'm hearing a lot of what my grandma had said growing up. My grandma and grandpa were like the really only the Christians in my life growing up. I was not raised in the church. And, um, and she had said, you know, certain things were going to happen concerning Israel. And I started hearing this stuff happening. And I'm like, wait, my grandma said that would happen. <laughs> wait. And I kept on saying it more and more. I'm like, something's going on here. And so I went on like a crazy YouTube watching thing of like all the different uh, eschatologies. And I'm like, I need to figure this out. I need to. (laughs) YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's where I went. I need to figure this out. I I, I listened to anything I could and it was so confusing. And so like, I'm like, at at this point, I'm like, wait, is it post-trip? And I was in this freak out mode of like, I literally told my husband, he'll remember this, like, my, how much toothpaste do we need for seven years? <laughs> <laughs> I was panicked. And so I literally just set down all of the voices. And for a whole year, I literally just read the word. Like, I wouldn't do any emotionals, any books, or um, I was very um, hesitant to watch any sort of teachings. I just read the Bible. Mm. And he made it clear as day. Mm. It was, that's, that's where I came to realize that you just need scripture, like mm-hmm. just dig into scripture. And um, so I'm always telling people, shut off the voice. It's even mine. But um, yeah. so I'm a big visual learner. So I grabbed my husband's butcher paper and mm-hmm. rolled it out, made this timeline. I'm like, okay, when did all this happen? And so I put down everything Um I was literally like, even like with earthquakes, like, okay, mm-hmm. when I had pages and like, you probably like look at my notebook stack and see that like, I was probably looking like a psycho because I had pages, <laughs> and pages and pages of dates and um, uh, strengths of earthquakes. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's how deep I went. Like, <laughs> anyway, so I put out all of this like Bible prophecy, like events on this timeline. And I put like, Bible events on t- on the timeline too, like what what significant things had happened throughout history, and you know when things were written and all of that stuff. So I put it on Instagram, 
like once I'm like, this is like my visual, like it just, it's clear to me now. And someone was just like, Hey, I'd like a copy of that. And I just like giggled. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. How to do that. <laughs> and then, um, and I just kept on asking more and more like, Oh, where can I get this? And like, I, I, so I figured out Canva and made a copy. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. By the way, I follow a Twitter account that tells me every earthquake that happened in the last 24 hours and their strengths. <laughs> Is it scary? It's not scary. Yeah. It, it's pretty cool. Is it's there just, a lot of them? Yeah. It's, every time there's an earthquake, they tweet it out and they tell you what, what amount, what size it is and stuff. It's pretty cool. I think I know that one. Yeah. It's like, I'm not really I can't remember the name. Yeah. I can't remember the name either of it, but uh, I'll find it. And I'll show it to you, Rosie, sometime. But so that, that I did that because of the increase of earthquakes. Yeah. I just was curious to see yeah, myself. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this place follows it. Let's see what they do. Yeah. It's pretty intense. Literally. Yeah. Um, anyway, so um, I can kind of go through what I put on this timeline if y'all want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, have a, I do have a question for you. So yeah. You, just going back to like before your tornado experience, mm -hmm. you, you were kind of like, yeah, I'm, you were, I think you called yourself a nominal Christian. So you were, you were uh, involved in some different new age stuff, yoga and, um, and I, what was it else you said? You, there was something else you'd mentioned. Christ consciousness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so were you going to church at any of that time or were you just kind of like, if we you, were we were kind of stuck because we had just moved to Tennessee and we were like church shopping and it was like a big um, wake up call that the South isn't all that it's cracked up to be when it comes to churches. <laughs> yeah. We have a bunch of churches and it's real hard to find a solid one. Mm -hmm. And um, so we were really struggling with that and we felt stuck mm -hmm. mostly. So we weren't actively going to church. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So yeah. then those things just slowly were just kind of creeping in and mm -hmm. they were kind of filling that void a little bit for you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So you, that the, the tornado situation was just your, your literal spiritual wake up call. Yeah. And yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's what I like. I relate it to, you know, what happens in the seven year trip. Um, one hmm. pastor called it like um, a severe mercy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank God he woke me up because I don't know where I would be, you know? Mm. Yeah. So then as you put together your timeline, let's start at the front mm -hmm. end of it and work our way across it. Like thinking of time from a linear standpoint, from like beginning to end, mm -hmm. did you start at like Genesis and work your way through? I started at Genesis and, you know, the um, worked my way all through from, so the timeline had 6,000 years on it. Um, and I just, there's not much except for like major events through like the old Testament eras. Yeah. And then, um, and, you know, at the end of the old Testament, like stuff, well, not old Testament, but like, um, before year zero. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that intertestamental time. Yes. Like I've got a lot of there, like a lot of stuff starts getting increased before that zero with all that and then the new testament you know 2000 years um there's a lot more stuff on it just because a lot more happened sure yeah that's when things started to really unpack right you know 
Um, yeah, so let me see where I am. So I just going through like the gist of what I have on here is um, I labeled all the books and all the major Bible events, major deceptions, major earthquakes, and major na natural disasters. Mm. Um, and you can see, like I know you guys can't see on the podcast, but you can see <laughs> on the timeline, the last 200 years are mm -hmm. severely, significantly different than any other time in history. So that may seem like a long time for us in our little life right now, but when you look at 6,000 years of history, these last 200 years is, is a very short amount of time. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of look at it like um, like the end times, kind of like a funnel. Mm -hmm. And everything's kind of spinning around the funnel. And as it gets closer to the, the center part of the drain, yeah. things get faster and more chaotic yeah. and yep. and tighter together i think the bible actually called it birth pains <laughs> yes. yeah. like a woman giving birth and the closer you get to the birth it just the the contractions get closer and closer together but yeah. um i've had a few kids well i've been in the room <laughs> when my wife's had a few kids <laughs> i've caused a few kids um but uh and so like the last 200 years in my mind like from my funnel illustration would be like it's getting closer to that end mm -hmm. point and yeah. things are just coming together. So what what are some of the things in that two last 200 years that you could highlight? We're definitely near transition. I had my third um, natural home birth and very much know that experience. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> um, anyway, so going through Matthew 24 is like where a lot of the summings are. And um there are some out there that believe Matthew 24 is all about just the seven year tribulation. I lean on the other side that it's not just about because when you look at the time frame, it mentions a generation. It doesn't mention seven years. So, and you can actually see it in history in the first various earthquakes was 1917. That was the very first time various earthquakes, more than one earthquake was recorded ever in history. And so, that was significant because that's what Matthew 24 says. And it's also interesting that it happened right around the time Israel um, signed the Balfour Declaration. Mm -hmm. um, that was the first one. And then um, in, let me see. I don't want to get ahead of myself. <laughs> um, but anyway, so... And then you see later in Israel becomes a nation in 1948 and like technology just skyrockets after that. Yeah. And like, it's something that like something clicked in the world. Something happened after 1948 yeah. and you can see it. It's not, it's not me making anything up. Like this is history. Like I, it's, it's incredible to see. And then, um, you know, um, the Bible says that this would happen. Isaiah 66 Eight, I think is um, Israel um, was born in a day they, mm -hmm. Israel again and um, what's also interesting is I put the population down is Balfour declaration there was 25,000 Jews in Israel in 1948 806,000 Jews in Israel and now there's more than 7 million like mm -hmm. wow. and, yeah in Israel, and it's Israel is the size of New Jersey, and this is all that happened in um, Ezekiel 
36 and 37 said this would happen. And like, it's literally like, this is all the stuff that my grandma had told me. And I'm like, I didn't know what she's saying, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So Um, let me ask you a question though. Do you think that I have a theory and I just, I'll run it by you and see what you think about this. Do you think that there will be that the anti the rise of anti-Semitism in around the world will cause the, the Jewish people to ro- go back to Israel to seek well, safety. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening. Like um, they're not being welcomed. Yeah. Their places like even um, like, you know, America right now, because, you know, certain people are very anti-Semitic and it's, so it's like, it's, you don't see it a lot, but it's happening. Like, yeah, you're not going to see it a lot in the news, but um, yeah, it's now. And then the thing that happened with like Russia and Ukraine, like yeah, I was gonna. There was so much, so many of them that came after that too. Um, okay, hold on. So it says in Matthew, I mean Daniel twelve four, it says that um, knowledge would abound and people would running be running to and fro. And that's uh, a verse that's often overlooked, but it's in Daniel, Gabriel's telling Daniel, um, like he just gave you all of this end time prophecy and it's saying, he's saying, seal it up until this time. And never has this happened. Like there's never been a time like this. I get really passionate and I get shaky and get like, I want to tell you everything. (laughs) (laughs) Tell tell us everything. We're good. I want to hear it. Let's go. Um, so anyway so by the time 1948 even even 200 years ago 1917 Mm -hmm. we see that prophecy has always been literal so um augustine bringing into the church that it was symbolic was such a deception (laughs) like um jesus has always fulfilled prophecy literally all the way up until this point and he's not changing it. He never he never said he would change it. And there's a lot of deception around that, of, um, and a lot of um, people being able to interpret it themselves. Because you know, if it's all symbolic, then we can just right. figure out what it means on our own. But no, scripture interprets scripture. Symbolism always interprets to literal. And we can see this actually happening here now. Like. Um, for the longest time, like almost 2,000 years, they just didn't see how this would happen. And so they start changing the script. Mm-hmm. Two witnesses die for three, three, three days in the street. Oh, we're not going to be able to see that. So that must be a sim- symbolic two men. Like right. it means I've gotten YouTube people sending me YouTube videos about that, you know, the two witnesses aren't really two men. But because it says like the whole world will see them, mm-hmm. like the first live stream where I got it written down somewhere. The first live stream didn't happen until 19, where is it? 1950. There was a live stream in 1950. Oh, for like a TV. Like a a broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like a um, news broadcast didn't actually become popular until 1949, a year after Israel became a nation. Mm -hmm. Well, even, even today you can log online and you can see the Western wall in Israel. Right. Like live stream, like 24 hours a day. Yeah. And that wasn't something that could like even people could even fathom mm -hmm. not that long ago. So they just assumed that um, we were reading it wrong. You know, just like back when Jesus was walking the earth, 
And the Pharisees were getting prophecy wrong. Like, it's Jesus says that. Like, it's staring right in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you had just said something that was really kind of mind-blowing to me that I had just never considered before, which was really interesting. And so I, I was wondering if you had more thoughts, because I, I definitely think you do, with uh, the fact that by Augustine making it uh, symbolic rather than literal, that that mm -hmm. gives people the ability to interpret it on their own, which is, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, Augustine is one of the, I don't want to say the biggest founders of the Catholic Church or where one of the biggest rocks that the Catholic Church, that, that I'll preface it as he's one of the biggest rocks that the Catholic Church doctrine is built upon. Yeah. Um, and one thing that I always hear from my Catholic friends, uh, and just from Catholics in general is they use that point, but they say it to you as a product. They're like, Oh, you, you know, you Jim Bob down the street, just interpreting, you know, revelation <laughs> on his own. He's just saying this and that, and that's the problem with you Protestants. Like you can just read it and you don't have to have any, uh, like they, it's a very mocking thing where it's like you don't you don't even know like not theology tradition around this or so and so said this and that and that and so mm -hmm. you're just making it up as you go and I just <clears throat> thought that was really interesting the way that you had said that because it's so true that um, when you move away from what the literal scripture says uh, mm -hmm. they're the ones that are just making it up and it's so interesting and. So that was one point that I, I just had never heard it said that way before. Mm. Um, and I also thought it was really interesting that throughout um, the, on your timeline, I'm trying to look at where exactly it is now, but you have like one, all the major, um, uh, in the major events, uh, there's a lot about the Pope and there's a lot about the Catholic <laughs> Church in there. <laughs> Um, yeah. so is there any more, um, twistings or, uh, things that people currently get wrong, uh, from uh, directed towards Protestants? Is there any lingering things from, uh, other than just being post mill or a mill or something like that? Mm -hmm. is, is there anything else that maybe... I'm trying to iron out some theology from a pre-mill, uh, pre-trib, pre you know, stance. Is there anything in your mind that, like, you hear people that claim to be pre-mill, pre-trib uh, say that is coming from that Augustinian uh, viewpoint? I mean, <laughs> well, yes, but <laughs> he, he was the... Um, he was the first one to bring in um, the, the deception that we don't have any free will. Mm -hmm. And that was rejected by the church several times until someone came in and uh, made it sound a little prettier. And so the church accepted it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is what our wonderful Calvinist friends 
would uh <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody. I'm sorry. No. Oh, it's okay. We did we did a whole episode on why Calvinism is Gnostic, so yeah. <laughs> you can't say okay. anything and, more. And Augustine oh, yeah, is I the forgot about that. I was gonna read listen to that one, darn it. So Augustine was the catalyst for that, by the way. Because he was yeah. a, he was a Gnostic. And yes. um and so he used Gnostic techniques to argue um mm-hmm. and went against the Gnostics. Um, later on, um, he's a brilliant man, and by all rights, mm-hmm. I, he was saved. I, like, there's no, we're not, but I think his theology needed adjusting. And um, he, he was pro Nephilim, though. So, well, I mean, there's been some really cool other people that yeah, were, no, I you know. know. Um, so is Sam Tripley, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not uh, even saved. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, do, do you see any, um, or maybe I'll just throw out at this, uh, since you've, uh, obviously dive way more into it like is there any really crazy um examples that you can think of that like you've heard someone believe about uh you know looking at the same uh scripture and hearing someone Mm -hmm. interpret it the most insane way that's what like some nuggets that's what i'm looking for (laughs) i want to laugh at crazies so i mean there's definitely people that um Someone just said so. A lot of it goes around the mark. Oh, mm, like mm. that's you know a hot topic right now. So yeah. um, they they're they're very symbolic with what the mark could be. That it's actually not a mark, and it's just you know um, it's even far past what the Seventh Day Adventists say. Um, I can't remember what the guy said today, um, <laughs> but it was crazy. But yeah, it was you get real out there. Oh, there was a um, crown. Something was doing with a crown, a Corona crown, COVID. So oh. it must be a COVID shot. Like they, they, it all kind of revolves around this COVID shot. And it's, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not the mark. I mean, it's <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I keep telling everybody like, it's UK, so there's no mark on your hand. There's no mark on your forehead. It's not the mark, and there's no Antichrist. We like, and we're not in the middle of the trib because we wouldn't even be here. Right. Well, but, give, uh, you just brought up a great point. Let's give us your like thousand foot view, just like the highlights of like as like the timeline. So, mm-hmm. like, start with like um, so because there's a lot of people that believe in a rapture, but they're not sure that the Antichrist is going to show up beforehand. Mm-hmm. Or afterwards. Okay, so this is where I I see the um the deception with the the rapture um with I mean with a lot of pre uh, uh, mid trips I'll say yeah. is that um because some people are saying oh no the Matthew twenty four is only for the seven year tribulation and so um and they they'll say they're pre trip but so mid trip will take that and say well um well, we must be in the middle of the tribulation then because most of 20, Matthew 24 is happening. Mm-hmm. So it's like this, um, we kind of take that and run with it. Um, and that's, it's a mistake because it says, you know, a generation, it says birth pains and that they would keep going. And you can see in history that um, various earthquakes started in 1917 and like the things that are hap- that happened, the signs that were said in Matthew 24 are happening and they're just going to be increasing from now on. Um, 
but anyway, so pre we're, we're doing, you know, the signs in Matthew 24 and it's just going to keep increasing. I'm like, I feel like seven year tribulation is like transition. Uh, it's a turn the baby's coming out. <laughs> right. Yep. It's crowning. And, <laughs> Speaking yeah. of crowns, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be a literal seven year tribulation where Antichrist is going to rise up, sign a peace treaty with many concerning Israel has nothing to do with America, which is another deception. Like I don't even see America as really being here in the seven year tribulation, but people have debates about that. Um, And he's going to be, you know, this charming fancy guy that's saying peace and safety the first three and a half years. And two witnesses are going to die. People are going to be giving presents because they're going to be so excited. It's a celebration. They're going to, you know, idolize him. He's going to turn on them. And then the wrath of God is going to be poured out. But I have this um, in the seven year, I mean, in the Bible timeline, I have the Revelation timeline printed out too, and the Daniel's 70 week prophecy, because you cannot understand Revelation without with without Daniel. Yeah. And that's another deception happening right now is that, that, you know, this, everything happened in 70 AD. That's another thing that yeah. with Matthew 24. Um, but no, we still have that week left. It's a literal week. Uh, you're seven, seven years. <laughs> right. That's than Daniel. Um, and I believe it's real soon. Um, just so, a few things. What? Just to, to clarify for our listeners, uh, D- Daniel mm-hmm. speaks of 70 weeks and um, the week is, like every day of the week would be like equivalent to a year. So you have seven years per week, seven days in a week. So um, when it so when it talks about a seven-year tribulation, that's actually one week in part of the Daniel prophecy. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, and so I have that um, like as a visual too, for the like attached to this timeline. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so I wanted to say a few other things that have happened in the last 200 years that have never happened in history. Okay, good. And that's the world wars. Never in history has there ever been um, wars at this extent and this close together hmm. in all of history. World War One, World War Two, and I have all these other wars listed too. And um, it's in, and now we're dealing, you know, with the rumors of wars, like that's another checkoff for the Matthew 24. And, um, and I'll say again with, you know, the whole, um, symbolism and people thinking a mark is something else because like before 1950, you didn't really understand how there could be a mark. There was not credit cards. There was not microchips. There was not barcodes. There was, there wasn't anything. There was no, nothing like that and after 1950 like 1950 right after israel became a nation that's when the first credit cards happened in 1958 the microchip happened barco 74 um like i get i so and here's the thing too is that i get a lot of people saying oh <laughs> uh people used to think it was the end times back in hitler times too or people used to think that barcos were the mark too and i'm like they were more onto something than you are <laughs> because this is like if you can see beyond how far your arm can stretch because your life is a mist and mm-hmm. see history as as you know a bird's eye view 
just 50 years ago, just 70 years ago is not that long. Mm-hmm. And people, I'll say, I'll, I'll present stuff like, you know, um, people being tossed by the waves of doctrine in these last 200 years, like never before, mm-hmm. even in the last 300 years, the whole Calvinist Armenianism argument was never a thing before 300 years ago. Yeah, that's right. This is, and so, like, um, I had a, I made a statement the other day of just like, I'm, that whole argument was ridiculous. Like, um, Calvinism and Arminianism is a new idea, and they're like, new idea. It was hundreds of years ago. I'm like, uh-huh. not that long ago. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys actually have a really great episode on, on that too. Um, I don't know if you know it offhand, but it's a good one. Oh, about, is that with uh, Dr. Olson? Was yeah. it an early one? Yeah. The mediate theology is what he calls yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There was some good nuggets in there. Um, it's in the 30s, somewhere in around <laughs> episode 30-something. 30, 30, 30 yeah. Yeah. I did. Like, I can't keep it all together because I was painting my cabinets, listening to all of y'all's <laughs> for two weeks now. I was just like, this is amazing. But And I also listened to some other episodes of, I mean, podcasts that weren't. You know, I, ju- I just put th- this together. Maybe the reason that you were able to power through listening to the podcast like that was because the house or wherever you were painting wasn't ventilated enough. <laughs> so the paint fumes were messing with you because I still don't understand how you could listen to that many podcasts. It's true. Back to back. It's the paint fumes. It's the paint fumes got her through. She powered yeah. through. It was the and it was the double time. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> on double time. <laughs> I'm truly a southerner if we speak that slowly. I know, man. Um, <laughs> sorry. So now we're on a rabbit trail. But sorry. Right, so you're right, though. World World War One, World War Two, the increase of mm-hmm. wars and rumors of wars. Like uh, it's never been more. I mean, World War One kicked it off. 1917. And then, boom, all of a sudden, it's just, like, endless wars. Like, mm-hmm. And yeah. it all revolves around what stuff has happened with Israel. Like, right. it's intense. And um, so, and then uh, peace and safety. Let's say peace and safety. And that was, like, kind of the end time lie you see in scripture. Mm-hmm. And um, UN started oh. in 19, 1945, oh, just man. a few years before Israel became a nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and then the World Economic Forum, 1971. Like, this is all happening. And, okay, I get deception of aliens. 1947, Woo-hoo, Roswell. That's right. Roswell happened. That was a year before 1948. Yeah. Um, I, I believe Satan knows a heck of a lot more prophecy than we give him credit for. Yeah. Um, and um, he, I believe that he also did um, a big work in getting us deceived on eschatology. Mm-hmm. And I went to a Christian college, got my degree in psych. Not once did they teach me about end times. They, yeah. taught, me, they taught me about wokeism. and that was 10 years ago. They taught me about wow. progressive Christianity. And that was something that sent me into a spiral of deception. Like, we're, we're not being, I, and I can't remember going to a church and hearing about prophecy. Like, no, 
Um, now I do, (laughs) but, um, but before this, like I was ignorant to it and that's the majority is we're ignorant to prophecy because everybody's, you know, too scared to touch it because of all the division and all the different like theories. Like, why do you think that is like Satan knew his time was coming Yeah, and he knew Israel, he knows it was all about Israel. He knew, oh, there's some stuff lining up for Israel. I better get my ducks in a row. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because you mentioned like the people in World War II era and Hitler, and they thought, oh, Hitler might have been the Antichrist and all of that. Mm-hmm. And and I agree that, um, you know, I think it was Ryan Peterson. He was a guest that we had on. Um, I think he said like he he believes that the that Satan has an individual ready for every generation that he could rise up as an Antichrist. Um, and I think Hitler would have been one of those guys if Hitler would have won the war and continued to advance and maybe fulfilled his weird evil desires, he probably would have been an antichrist figure. Now, the only thing I would say is that everything in scripture that talks about the antichrist is that he bring, he brings false peace. So he's going to be well liked and Hitler was not well liked Mm -hmm. at all. Right. And he's going to be well liked mostly by Israel. Mm Mm-hmm. So do like you, that. all right. So do you think this is a thing with Rosie and I? We're we're like I think that the Antichrist is going to be a Jew, personally. I I gotta go back and forth, honestly. <laughs> but well, um, so here's I, my theory though, and I'll run it by you because I think you know yeah. your stuff. So I, I'm curious what your opinion I've got is. Got something new to add to oh, this Oh, do you? Theory. Good. I I, just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this is good. Uh, so my theory is this, and if I'm wrong, I gladly will admit it, and I'll you know, change my, my idea. But in order, it says that, that midway through the tribulation period that the Antichrist is going to go into the temple and pronounce mm-hmm. himself to be God. So if we know anything about temple and we know anything about the way it works, a, a Gentile cannot get into, get past the outer courts. Mm-hmm. They can't get into the temple. And right. so how can he go into the temple without being a Jew? Right. So, and in particular, like, I mean, now you're talking about the priesthood being reestablished, right? Mm-hmm. Because they want to be able to do sacrifices and all. So, would he have to be, would he come from the priestly lineage? Like, would he be Aaronic or mm-hmm. Levite or, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the, that's the reason why I'm like, okay, he could be Jew. Um, but also, I know that there could be a huge, such a huge deception where, that may not even Matter. be a thing for Yeah. So I'm on both sides of that, and I see oh, both ways. I just thought of something. Mm-hmm. We have this whole new Chrislam thing happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where they're trying to merge Catholicism, Islam, and, and Judaism. Yeah. That's on my timeline. <laughs> Is it on your time? Okay, cool. So <laughs> – and did you put on there the Ten Commandments yet? I, by the way, I purchased your timeline and I haven't gotten it yet. Just so you know, I bought it back in December, and I haven't oh, seen it. Okay, you need to go into your email and click the link, and you I have s- to print it out. Oh, is that it? Oh, okay, I thought it was going to be mailed to me. No, it's oh, a PDF. Oh, okay, I did digitally look at it. Yes, for yeah. sure, I had it. I, should, <laughs> I, I have it up right now. Oh, you just get, so you know, that's why. I'm, but I can't pull I it get, up. Because, I get that sometimes, though. I, I'll get a message here and there sometimes, like, "Oh, I haven't gotten it yet." I'm like, "It's a PDF." Gotcha. So I have looked at it, but I can't look at it now because my computer's being used and my iPad's being used. So, for this recording, yeah. but Rosie would share. So, mm-hmm. all right. So, I. I see what you're saying, and that when mm-hmm. you were talking instantly in my head, I was thinking of that Chrislam thing. So, 
What's your theory, Rosie? What were you saying? You had you had a wrinkle to throw into this. Oh, this is going to sound so less theological sound. Um, <laughs> I just stumbled upon an old uh, video from like 2008 recently. It's not that old, though. No, I, I, yeah, when we're talking about 70 years right. and stuff like that. Um, and it's totally boomer tier, like, uh, <laughs> which, by the way, I, they're awesome. I love videos from like back when YouTube was awesome and anyone could make a d- conspiracy documentary with a uh, windows movie maker and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> but I just real, it, this described that Obama's mother was Jewish. So he <laughs> is back on the table. Oh, I'm bringing it back to <laughs> 2008 Obama. Obama because the words that, Remember, he was pretty. Well, the, the one thing that so we we go back. We uh, we do have some candidates that we think could be. Yeah, one of them is Emmanuel Macron. Yeah, yes. And it used to be Obama because and there's that one verse where Jesus says, "I saw Satan fall like lightning," mm-hmm. yeah. and the words it uh, one of the languages are Barack and Obama. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and the gay thing because Daniel says that the, the Antichrist will probably be gay, right? <laughs> what what? <laughs> you don't you don't you don't subscribe to the Big Mike conspiracy? Um. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you made back Rosie in, you know, back in the day when this was written. Um, it was um, women wanted. Like it was like um, women sought to be like, oh, I want to carry the Christ. Oh, right. To, to be the Mary, to be Mary. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and then um, and men wanted to be part of that. Like it's it, so it was like a mm, like, a, oh, like how we wish for the rapture. Like that's that's what they were eagerly wishing for is that and so the terminology back then did not mean like um um not now i'm forgetting the terminology for that that the desire of women where he would yes the desire of women and that's that's what that meant like it wasn't about being gay Sure, well, Jessica. Whatever. Yeah, I guess we're not. I guess we're not going to be making those T-shirts. Antichrist cannot. Like, it has nothing to do with America. So I do not believe it's Obama. It's Barack Obama. He's not American. He's, yeah, he's Kenyan. He's Kenyan. Right. And right, his mom's right. a Jew. So we're into this. She's, this. She. Was, I mean, she was in a cult. In a cult that was a offshoot of a Jewish cult. Oh, really? Yeah. Hebrew mm. roots. Obama's Hebrew roots. He probably is. Man. I remember reading that. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's everywhere. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Anyway, anyway. So, hey, he's still, um, he's still playing. He's still playing. Don't discount it. Like, he's still in the world sphere. He can doesn't say he needs to be a current politician or that he, okay, he, but has, he to has to be a little horn coming out of the 10 horns. Yeah. So, basically, like a little leader coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Out of nowhere. He's just going to. Out of nowhere. On the scene. And so, one thing is that. Macron did come out of nowhere. I mean, he's been around for a while, but he's still like went like he came out of nowhere. And he's probably and, gay, so there's <laughs> well, that. yeah, because he's like I mean, he's married <laughs> to his old 
teacher woman right and like they don't have any kids he was actually found so in the antichrist well satan um wants to mimic god jesus in Mm -hmm. every way because you know he's obsessed and he macron was found wanting like he randomly wanted to be baptized when he was 12 years old and they went to church where was jesus when he was 12 like Mm -hmm. he was found like there was there's so many things like that and oh and there was like he he got a mortal wound at some point that they didn't think he was going to live like he's oh yeah he had some some sickness or some kind or something like that yeah yeah and he has Um, a roman background as well macron is is the meaning is mark Mm-hmm. Mm. And you know, Emmanuel, obviously, right. he won his presidency with sixty-six point six percent. I love it. I love it. He had a, a magazine with him on the cover, yep. walking on water. Well, I like, think it was the just, Economist. Yeah, yeah. Which okay, is and uh, not to be like, I know this is ridiculous, but he looks exactly like the Left Behind movie. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, then that settles it. I mean, like that's settled, right? Mm-hmm. Left Behind got 100%. everything. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And being dispensational, pre-trib, pre trip, you know, rapture people, yeah. left behind is our gospel. That's our Bible. Right. I, tr- I trust it more than Augustine. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We should, we should make a t shirt that says, I trust Tim LaHaye more <laughs> than Augustine. Well, I get my theology from left behind. Yeah. Uh, I buy it. <laughs> there we go. Um, well, and I also heard this is interesting just since we're being goofy. Um, uh, who's the obviously gay guy from Ukraine? The, the <laughs> Zelensky. Zelensky, yeah, hundred percent. He played. He was a comedian, mm-hmm. where like all of his everything is just him naked. Oh right, with a right. bunch of dudes. Yeah, he was pretty mm-hmm. and like yeah. playing piano was, and all that. Yeah, uh, so I've nice. had, but someone needs to look into that because Zelensky. He um, also comes from the same region. Isn't he Jewish too? Does he, he is. Yeah. yeah. And he came out of nowhere. Like yep. nobody knew about him until this whole Ukraine thing. Literally. And now, like, did you know the White House is getting a, it's getting a statue of him? Oh, man. And, you know, he, they, we, made, we made room because we had to tear down all the other ones, right? Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the Confederate guys. But, you know, uh, yeah, the South Carolina representative pushed that, leg- Re- Republican South Carolina push that through lindsey graham no it's the republican guy um the, uh, no no from uh i can't think of his name right now darn it uh lindsey graham's gay by the way oh yeah so everyone knows that yeah yeah um yeah but, but Zelensky, yeah so we, we need to look into that more that's he also like there's this song that's like saying he's like singing he's the hero or something like that like yeah I remember him a while back and, and he's very charming and charismatic and really all the things that's what people say they that's what they love he looks homeless i know yeah. <laughs> i mean because he is he's in a war-torn country of course he's homeless yeah. <laughs> i don't think there's a war going on but the other thing which is uh, i think not a um all joking aside the other thing is that he is causing a mass exodus of mm-hmm. Jews, we already touched on this from exactly. that the region directly back to Israel. They're going back to Israel, mm-hmm. and because of him not rolling over to Putin, as it were, yeah, uh, Russian Jews are also leaving. What's so, how's Israel feel about Zelensky? Do you know? Do we have anybody know about that? Um, do they, su- do they support 
like can't currently i don't know i have mm. not i think so that up. i would imagine so yeah because they yeah. they're pretty liberal you know yeah. israel's pretty liberal so they're gonna they're, you know there of, is another guy and i'm forgetting his name now i have it in my i have like a part series highlights got a lot of stuff in my highlights but um there's like four parts of like um what the seven year tribulation is going to be like. So what's the, what foreshadowing are we living in right now? And um, anyway, so I go through several, like we've got Macron, Zelensky, and like this other guy that's kind of, in, uh, I forget his name, but um, that's how little. <laughs> Do you know where he's from? Um, nope. Uh, in the Middle East somewhere. Um but some he's i think he's muslim and that's another thing that there's another group of christians that believe antichrist is going to be muslim like and i i, I see yeah. the reasoning too um but one thing that um i get like <laughs> i get messages you know scolding me for talking about the antichrist because we're not allowed to talk about him or speculate and i'm like where does it say that in scripture like yeah. that's another thing that a lot of other you know, Christians that, that watch eschatology that I agree with, they they scold you if they if you have any <laughs> speculation um, of speculation. And I'm like, the Bible gave us a clear list. Yeah. Um, yeah, we won't be here for it, but um, we can warn others, and I think that's important to warn when we see the Antichrist spirit rising up in somebody else. I think mm -hmm. it's super important. Um, I have a question. What? Along the same topic. What do you think? Uh, so I've been on this kick. I, I don't think we've done many episodes lately. I, I want to say it seems like a couple of months, maybe like a year and a half, two years. <laughs> Turner's been hearing me just rail against this. Um, I think we talked to Peterson a bit about it. But do you think that AI, um, so my perspective, and this is why you can never say anything that sounds crazy to me because I'll probably just believe you immediately um is i think ai is just demonic activity it, it's demon like true ai that they're trying to get to i think they're summoning demons i think all this stuff mm -hmm. a, i think we're at peak technology we've been at peak technology and oh, yeah. nothing is much further no no i i think all this stuff is a pipe dream a yeah. lot of this stuff mm -hmm. but i think that this the real breakthrough of what everyone has been waiting on which will revolutionize so they say uh technology in the same way that the internet just uh you know the industrial revolution boom or mm -hmm. the printing press first just gave us this huge like launch into the next you know age or whatever yeah and uh they say ai will do that because it can do so much stuff mixed with quantum computing being able to take the human element out of it Anyways, so I believe that there's a spiritual element to technology in general, not a good one tied into, you know, the Nephilim and giving gifts uh, back then. But mm -hmm. do you think uh, that AI will play into any with the Antichrist? Do you think that because uh, I've heard people talk about that maybe he'll be like some sort of robot that's like inhabited by the Antichrist spirit is AI. In the AI. It is the AI. So or, it makes it sentient. It, yeah, it would create this false sentient. Mm. Or uh, have you heard sentience. anything like that? Have you thought about any stuff like that? Was that like on some YouTube or podcast like recently? 
No, that's out of the brain of Rosie. Because oh, I just got a message about that. And usually if I get a message or hear about it a few times, someone right says something about it. But oh, yeah, I just, that's, that's definitely a new theory for that oh. I've heard yesterday. Um, that Dude, you're ahead of the trend. <laughs> you're on track. <laughs> that the Antichrist could be AI. And it's not something that I've ever thought about because it literally it says a literal man right um, yeah right so well, that's it the image the image could be ai but the image have you guys watched like have you guys followed the giants the, not the not the next one the um the giants just won have, tonight did they win i think so darn it no, okay no. <laughs> so they, it, last year, um, they released this thing that they're going to be making. It's this huge robotic statue giant. Um, oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and they're going to be making like like 20-something of them, and they're going to be all over the world. And he can speak, and he yes. can move. You can put anything on him like mm -hmm. um, to make him look like somebody. No, and, yeah. come on. Um, yeah, and it's it's cr and they're like all this is going to bring the world together in art and um, you know probably fix climate change and <laughs> going to be this incredible thing and they're they're saying that it should be done by by this year. All right, twenty twenty. Um, That's crazy. I did remember seeing those. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's it's so really creepy. The whole commercial for it is like. Yeah. It freaks me out. And it's also the, the commercial has like people in a line mm -hmm. in like this dark, weird place and going into like this little um, cubby kind of thing to become the giant. And so like they scan their body and they get to be the giant for like. Oh, they probably have to pay. Yeah. It's like an art. Yeah. It's like a game. You go in and you can yeah. move around, dance. But it's dance. interesting because behind that, like when you see this line, there's like art behind the yes. people yep. and there's this huge um like satan demon looking thing the with mural. a little yeah. horn sticking out no yeah. way the yeah. little horn huh yeah oh. it's incredible but so for the, the traditionally the little horn is a ruler who comes out of 10 other so it's like there'd be 10 kingdoms and then this one guy kind of this one horn kind of raises up out of them right yeah that's the I'm just trying yes. to keep anybody that may not be familiar oh, with it. Just yeah. we can talk. We've read it. We we're kind of used to mm -hmm. the language, but just for anyone listening, I want to kind of add yeah. that in. And um, oh, I totally forgot. I was just going to say. Oh, I'm sorry. Turner has it. I, I, <laughs> I have a way. So the AI thing, though, I feel like like I could do a whole other episode on that because that's something that's it's coming in a big way. And I think mm -hmm. that he's going to be using that in a huge way. And things with AI are already set in place that I, I believe that we don't even realize. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, I've got some <laughs> Well, I'll say, really, I'll say a really s simple example. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I was text messaging with a friend of mine and he's looking at buying this, this particular type of pickup truck. And, mm -hmm. um, and so he texted me a link and I was looking at it online and everything. And then I opened up Instagram this evening. The first thing I see is an ad for that particular pickup truck. I screenshotted <laughs> it and I sent it to him. I was like, I really wish Apple would quit listening in on my texts, you know, <laughs> and sharing it yeah. with Instagram, but that's AI. So mm -hmm. it's sharing information around and, and, and that, you know, and, and as much as I hate it, 
it's like that's mm-hmm. what it's designed to do like right. but there's yeah, bad like, i'm, I'm going to be talking about something on instagram soon i'm trying to figure out how to present it but like um like the the black stuff this black mm, the, goo-like stuff that's mm-hmm. happening like that has something to do with ai and i believe um i've got oh. it this year that um so satan needs to mimic god in everything and i believe that he's mimicked god um by having his own prophecy through hollywood mm. and we see things in hollywood that you know satan is planning and um there is this one movie i just read this i just listen watched and it's talking about ai and it's this black being like that's goo like that can just go through the sky and everything it's called moon moonstruck the video okay Hmm. i don't know that one but it just came out not that long ago but um so the goo the black goo stuff it's been showing up in all kinds of uh different pop culture things Mm -hmm. and like you'll see like a a video like a rapper video or something and it'll like it looks like oil pouring over someone's face or something like that but then there there is also this ai uh infused like digital goo stuff there's like this technology connection to it that's what i'm talking about yeah yeah like um and what's what's very interesting to tie into that i've got two things you can take these if they're worthwhile at all. One, I am not, I, I told you I've been thinking about a, a lot about AI and technology. Yeah. Actually, to anyone who cares, which didn't, this is what I was going to go uh, pursue my PhD in. in the, you were. <laughs> this, I, was, yeah. I was trying to go find, I couldn't find a program that did it exactly because I was wanted to look at more at the human interaction with technology, but maybe I'll find it. I'm on the fence, mm-hmm. but I've been really thinking about this. Um, but I think uh, w- w- what this ties in with uh, what you're talking about, which is s- such an amazing point that he's creating prophecy through Hollywood. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I was just thinking about this literally last night um, was I was on YouTube cause I've been sick and just watching a lot of YouTube and I don't pay for <laughs> it. Um, and so I get ads for like movies and I like watching channels that talk about upcoming movies, horror movies and stuff like that. Anyways, um, so much of it is like very repetitive. There's not a lot of new original ideas that are coming out. And when they do, they're like so big cause it's all that I think. And if you watch a lot of these like low budget, um, movies that are not blockbuster anymore, not on the blockbuster level, like what we would say maybe straight to VHS or straight to DVD are now straight to Netflix originals, straight, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, some of these. The dialogue in them has to be written by AI. <laughs> so That's interesting. It's because they just take like generic, you know, like I can just yeah. see these executives saying like, g- write the dialogue or a screenplay for uh, a John claude Van Damme-style action movie with two protagonists and set in Asia and there's a bomb and <laughs> there's a weapon, you know. Yeah. So I'm I'm not so sure that AI is not u- being used oh. by Satan and Hollywood to create all these new movies. But it'd be a lot well, easier for Satan to interact through the AI exactly. if it's telling stories. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. You hear that chat, uh, chat something. CPT. Yeah. There's like, it's crazy what it can do. And it's real creepy. I did it. I did it. He's summoning demons. I summons a demon and asked it about the rapture. And it told me. It had better theology than than a lot of Christians, and I actually I put it on our story. <laughs> I think that's where I saw oh, it. Oh, I think I saw that. Yes, yeah. and that was, and I was like playing around with it to try and figure out what it would tell me. Like I was like, okay, mm-hmm. what are you going to tell me about this? What are you going to tell me about that? You know, I wasn't asking it for like recipes and stuff like yeah. other people, <laughs> but um, but yeah, that that is an example. And so, and I did a little bit of research on that that particular program. And mm-hmm. it's literally drawing off mm-hmm. of like so everybody that puts in a question, yeah. and then it it's crawling the web through all, whatever whatever. It's super powerful because it literally took like four seconds for it to spit back two paragraphs of mm-hmm. a very concise, you know, yeah. answer. But um, it's crawling the web and it's using all this technology to bring it to. And I think that's part of five G and the Internet of Things. Yeah. And it's well, just he's the, the- like he's the king of the air, something mm-hmm. like that. Yep, yeah, that. exactly. And that's where I believe that he he has his reign. Like that's why we were having so much technology issues getting on this episode. <laughs> yeah, for real. We didn't even talk about that in the beginning. Yeah. That yeah. was a joke. And I, I did just want to – one last thing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you may be aware, but uh, with the black goo, just was, I was thinking about this, is that it also – liquid – has been used as a means for storage like scientists uh i can't remember i think it was like every uh like pdf copies of every book in like the library of congress was able to be stored in like a drop of blood so like yeah. the, so it, or a drop of spit or something like yeah, that yeah. there's so <laughs> much they were they're now able to store data Ma- massive like well that's what bill gates wants to do he wants to turn the human body into a a uh, blockchain yeah um and it produces energy as well so bas- mm-hmm. basically that that's and i'm telling you that could be t- to me that could be like a huge doorway a threshold of the mark of the beast yeah well he's it's his own it's a patent is six zero six zero six zero six cryptocurrency with physical activity as rewards, and he's, um, do I have you guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. we're here. Okay, making sure. <laughs> and he's um, invested in research for quantum dot tattoo, which mm-hmm. goes on your wrist, and you just scan it with a blue light, and it's luciferous. That's the ink that it's yep. that it's called. Hmm. And like those two things combined, like that's the mark. Like you can you can literally have a mark with those two things. Yeah. Like, and it. If I'm not mistaken, I think there's some like genetic. It's doing some genetic stuff to you through like mm-hmm. a, um, changing changing. Uh, what is it the term that they use? But it's basically changing your DNA so mm-hmm. that you're yeah. not you're. It, and what it is is their goal is transhumanism. That's exactly so. Yeah. It's disrupting, and that's that. That was the goal. That's that's why the flood happened. Like that's changing dna and we are in those days like it's happening again (laughs) crazy yeah i was thinking with the uh if there's something with the black goo has to do with the uh ability to store data Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well maybe if they inject it in you 
Yeah. Also, but I was just thinking about this now. I was just looking up to see if uh, Bill Gates was uh, Jewish. Oh. <laughs> to see if it's you... interesting there's so many people think that like um you know like elon or bill or i'm like there's actually like a list of yeah. characteristics the antichrist needs to have and that's why i did a highlight on it because i'm like yeah. i'll need to like measure everything to scripture before 100 there's yeah. definitely going to be evil geniuses that will help antichrist absolutely mm-hmm. yeah. and then people get um mixed up with the false prophet too a lot right. of people don't even know that there's going to be a false prophet and there's there he's going to be different from the antichrist yeah so I can, like explain that first too <laughs> it's just going to be his like hype man you know right he'll be he'll be his joe rogan yeah <laughs> by the way for real yeah it'll be something like that but everybody's mm-hmm. going to listen to it everybody's going to hear it they're just going to yeah. buy it you know mm-hmm. it's not going to be like That's some amazing. it's not going to be like the pope I mean, he isn't. He is a false prophet, but I'm not saying that yeah. he that it's going to be like. I mean, it, I don't know. It could be. I could be totally wrong. Okay. Yeah. I think it's going to be him. You think it's going to be the Pope for the false <laughs> prophet? I like. Look uh, at Chris Lum. Yeah, he's doing that. Yeah, that's he's true. Pulling pulling together the one world order, and it literally says talking about like um, holding the golden cup. Um, wearing scarlet and purple and yeah. adorning themselves with beads. Like, who who else is that? Right. No, you're right. You're mean, right. It, it doesn't have to be this pope, but like a pope. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's for sure. That's That fits the description. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan just wants to go smoke ayahuasca and, and see the machine elves. Oh, it's just. And watch, watch MMA. But um, yeah. so. We got way off track here, but it was. I have yes. I have one more thing to say about my timeline. Please, but I wanted to get in before. Um, but the peace plan. Yes. Yes. So never in history has there ever been a peace plan with Israel made with many. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, well, they couldn't have been because Israel wasn't even a nation. Right. But um, yeah, what is it? Daniel nine. It says that he would confirm a covenant, and um. In that sense, a lot of people believe that there's already going to be one that Antichrist is going to strengthen. Hmm. And um, there wasn't a peace plan to strengthen until 2020 when, you know, Donald Trump, conservatives' favorite hero, yeah. Donald Trump comes in with a peace plan that actually divides the, the nation. And that's actually a sin against God. But let's, you know, keep praising him. <laughs> Um, you're, talk, you're in reference to the Abraham Accords, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That is a peace plan with many in Israel. Like that's like, I just want to like go up to people and shake them. Like, do you know <laughs> the time you're living in? Like people have, people have longed for this time for 2000 years to be the people that get to see these things happen. Just like people were waiting 400 years for Jesus. Like you, like we get to be part of this. Mm. Like, like you got to see on TV someone signing a peace plan with Israel. <laughs> That's insane. And it's just going to be strengthened by the Antichrist. Right, exactly. Great. So there, the peace plan is in place, and I believe it is the plan that Antichrist will come and strengthen. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Like I've all everything you're saying, I know. Like I've mm-hmm. heard before, I've known it, or you know, been around it. Like I've satellited around all these thoughts, but when we start talking about it like this together, mm-hmm. it just gets me so excited that, mm-hmm. like you just said, we are in the days 
the last <laughs> days, like at any moment. And the sobering thought of this is like your tornado experience where mm-hmm. what will I have to show? What will I have to say when I see my Redeemer face to face? And obviously we want to hear well done, good and faithful servant. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but and here's the other thing that was that was kind of sticking in my head as you were talking, Jessica. Like you were talking about the the um, the mechanical robot giant things, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I I remember seeing the commercials, and I remember having a little check in my spirit when I saw it. But I get that so often, just in mm-hmm. general, like as I'm going through my day, just on all kinds of things, and it's kind of like when you see that coexist sticker on the back of a car, you like, you know, it's not right. You know, um, mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. that same kind of, like, I don't, I'm, that was probably a bad idea, but my whole point is that learning to recognize those things that we're seeing and that little unction of the Holy Spirit when it's like something's off mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. paying more attention to it. I think that's the thing, but for whatever reason, and life does this and also just not being, in tune, um, you miss things so easily. I miss things so easily. Mm-hmm. I'm not speaking for anyone else, but but then when you say, "Oh yeah, um, the the giants, the metal, mechanical robot giants that are going to be you know placed around the world um, <laughs> for art or yeah. whatever," I remember seeing that and thinking that's really weird. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> but but then it just left my mind because something else mm-hmm. came in immediately and and just stole the thought, you know, the memory mm-hmm. or replaced it. And I think that's what Christians need to be doing. And I think what you're, what you said at the beginning is, you threw away all of your commentaries, mm-hmm. you threw away everything, and you just put, you dove your head first into the Word of God, and you prayed your way through the Bible, and exactly. and the Lord was faithful. I mean, mm-hmm. Jesus told us, He says, "You will have no need of a teacher. My Holy Spirit will teach you all things." Right. Exactly. And, yeah. And we've we've been given everything pertaining to life and godliness through Jesus Christ. So there's. We've got everything we need, and mm-hmm. He's promised us the Helper, the Holy Spirit. Are we seeking it? Are we asking for it? Are we like? Are we awake? As Ephesians says, "Awake, O sleeper." Are we awake? I mean, there's a whole movement mm-hmm. of people that are awake, right? But how yeah. how awake are they? A lot yeah. of them are closing their eyes again right now. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're and that's the, in the what is it? Second Timothy. Three six talks about how um, the women. What is it? Let me see. For among them, those are those who creep into households and capture weak women, burdened with sin, and led astray by various passions. This is what's happening right now. The we are like a majority of people are women on on Instagram. You know, breastfeeding yeah. their baby or you know just getting a second away from their kids and they get sucked into these accounts that like teach oh i'm gonna teach you how to help your kids lip tight or i'm gonna um teach you how like i got my egg yolk coffee from somebody i really disagree with like (laughs) and and then you go into their theology and it's you know crap it's garbage these women are bringing them into their homes and you know we know where we're the state of our men as a majority we're all being tossed by the waves because like women like it literally said that we women will be bringing in stuff to the homes and that that uh, that just reference that that verse that in context in second timothy 3 is literally talking about how the people will be in the end times Mm. 
And there is just, I'll, I'll just say this as like, you know, a wrap up here as a warning. If you are an influencer and you believe in Jesus, point them back to scripture. Mm-hmm. Say, tell them to turn off your voice. Don't tell them like all of your theories and all of your thoughts, because you can trust God in having them go to the Holy Spirit and be led. They don't need to hear your, your uh, I'm sorry, but they don't need to hear your favorite podcast. They don't need to hear your favorite YouTube or their theology book. Or, unless, unless it's all at once, <laughs> then it's okay. It's okay. I'm like, I'm telling, I'm always telling people every day, um, turn off my voice. Yeah. And there are people that, you know, they come to me and they're like, oh, this person said this. What do you think? I'm like, what does scripture say? And it's like, there's not enough Christian influencers doing that. And, um, I have got, I've, I have had people after I say that, like turn off my voice and go go read scripture straight through, rightly divide. And they come back days later, weeks later, uh, months later. I just had someone a year later wow. come back and say, thank you so much. Everything is so clear to me now because the Holy Spirit showed them. Mm-hmm. Trust God in that, y'all. Like if you're not trusting God in that, you are idolizing your little theory, whatever it may be. Yeah. thinking that you can't handle that. Like, um, and if you are, <laughs> you know, on Instagram, on social media, like measure everything to scripture. Like yeah. you don't have to measure it to a theology book, a podcast, a YouTube, or um, what books may not be in the Bible and used to. Like <laughs> you have scripture and Holy Spirit inside of you. Um, and he'll tell you about Hebrew roots. He'll tell you about reptilians. He'll tell you <laughs> about... Calvinism and Arminianism. You don't have, and here's the other thing is that there's so much focus in on these things that I just mentioned mm-hmm. that that I barely hear the gospel from these people. Mm-hmm. And I've had unique experiences where I have been in rooms with big fancy in- Instagram people. I have been acquaintances. Um, and there's times I'm like, okay, God, why do you have me here? <laughs> because they're not going to like me. (laughs) It has happened. I have been, my name has been drugged through the mud. I have been unfollowed by, you know, people that have been, you know, 60,000, 100,000 followers and, you know, people um, making posts literally about me saying nobody needs to be focusing on like mocking and scoffing the fact that I'm teaching Bible prophecy and not, you know, promoting your latest favorite politician or um, talking about the or um, condemning Christmas trees. I don't know. You're right. What are these days, you know? Um, Or saying that Biden is someone with a soul that needs to be saved. Mm -hmm. And he has a choice still. Like, if we're not looking at, if we're looking at him like, like he's just like this lizard guy coming out at night, like we're not seeing things correctly. Yes. Sorry, I'm not on that so much, but um, let's let's focus in on scripture, and we can we can get through this, y'all. Like, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the only way. It's the only way it's, mm-hmm. we're going to get through it. It's the anchor of truth. It holds you solid into a place that you will not be swept away by every wave and deception that comes through. Like exactly. the minute you disconnect your ankle anchor, you are going to be tossed to and fro. Mm-hmm. And and you will it, it's inevitable you'll get off course eventually and you'll you'll find yourself in some harbor that you don't want to mm-hmm. be in, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And you know I think it's interesting. Uh, I 
that was an awesome that was awesome rant. I yeah, completely it was, agree. It was amazing. Um, the uh, I think it's one thing that may be holding back certain people from doing that, from hearing like that is uh, they may come to find out that the, a lot of a lot of or some or all of what they believe as a Christian is completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's and that's a scary thing. Uh, I, like I get yeah. um, the trepidation that some people may have at, uh, you know, and I think it'll come in the form of, I, I think Satan is very happy to, he knows scripture. Like you mm-hmm. said, like we, he, the Bible says, he knows uh, prophecy like, you had said he's not bound to time the same way that we are. So obviously mm-hmm. he knows what's going to happen. He knows what did happen. He knows all, all these things. Um, so he is more than happy to keep people from uh, just keep producing. You know, like secondhand milk. <laughs> you know, don't yeah. don't go to don't go to the source. Just get it uh, literally spit in your mouth by yeah. someone else, which is a a, a bad. <laughs> just to keep up the metaphor, but you know, that, yeah. that's a, that's a good place for him to reside. If he has people that are, um, I'm kind of, I'm not picking on you in particular, but just, uh, tying that back into someone who may, uh, be safe, you know, a, a saved soul, but a wasted life kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. that that's a great place for Satan. You know, he's okay with that too, to a lesser mm-hmm. extent, but, if all he has to do is literally not do anything because they're not, um, yeah, they're neutral. They're, they're not an enemy to him. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think by being saved, you are always going to be an adversary to him. But he's, if what he's working, and and the other thing is, he may know that all I have to do is keep this person from scripture, and ten mm-hmm. years down the line, I don't have to worry about them. Yeah, exactly. You know, if I if they just keep keep from reading this book or if they keep listening to this podcast, I know eventually I'm going to get them. Um, Mm -hmm. It'll do it for him. Yeah. And he'll have it. He has a deception set up for everything that you get into every truth that you uncover. He's got another deception. So if you're progressive, like into the wokeism, he's got, He's got that for you. If you're uncovering truths in the conspiracy theory realm, he's got more deceptions for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll be led, led, led astray in these days that is will be marked with deception if you are not in your scripture. Yeah. Amen. Believe me, what, Rosie and I, um, like, we love a good conspiracy. Like, we'll, <laughs> I'll go down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, at the bottom of every rabbit hole, I've seen Jesus. Like, mm-hmm. I can't get away from him because – he is literally everything I'm filtering this through. So like when I'm looking at these crazy and they're literally crazy, like some of these things I joke around, like, like, Hey, you want to want to know what I was looking at talking about today? You know, like what I was looking into today. And I believe all of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. kidding. But uh, then, but the thing is, is you have to be grounded in your, faith and you have to know the truth Mm -hmm. because otherwise everything you measure it off of is going to be is going to pull you away from it so Mm -hmm. unless it unless you're balancing it in the scales of truth then you'll never be able to you're just going to be pulled away and Mm -hmm. and down these things and that is the that to me is the biggest issue that i have with some of these quote-unquote christian truthers because they are off 
mm-hmm. in certain mm-hmm. areas. And it sounds right. And for an undiscerning or an, a, a believer who's not doesn't know the word, it's very easy for them to just be pulled off in, uh, yeah. into a direction that is not not what God it's wants. So easy. Yeah. And even just slightly off is still off. Yeah, slightly off yeah. as well. Well, yeah. you guys have all you guys know the whole the, the analogy of the airplane, right? Yeah. When it takes off from an, uh, one point, and if it's off by one degree, by the time it gets three thousand miles away, it's off by like you know it's on a mm-hmm. different country. Yeah. Because you just take that angle and you just, mm-hmm. and that's exactly how truth works. If we're if our truth is off, we're and we're we have we follow a deception a little bit. Uh, the further you get away from the the anchored truth, the the uh, the whole truth, then the the more off you are. You'll never. It won't get you to that destination mm-hmm. that you're aiming for, but yep. you know God's grace is so good, yeah. and mm-hmm. and His He's so forgiving and so loving, mm-hmm. and He's so gracious. And in an instant, you know, when a person is, you know, like your your t- tornado experience, you know, um, for me it could be like every morning, <laughs> but uh, you know, you <laughs> you basically God He snaps you back into place, and you're instantly mm-hmm. right back with where you need to be. And yes. um, and that's the beauty in, of grace, and that's the wonderful, you know, love of God with us. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I I don't know how to say this in any other kind of very blunt, rudimentary way, but uh, a, a big thing that just keeps popping in my head is this uh, saying that people I've heard it, I've said it myself. I'm sh- not ashamed to say it. Sometimes, like it pops in my head. Where it's like, oh, you know what I could? I, I like taking bubble baths and reading. Um, <laughs> and that's how I stay so young looking. Um, it's a secret. And adrenochrome. Adrenochrome. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but there, there's times where I'm like, you know, I want to, uh, I should I should be reading scripture instead. Mm-hmm. But I just bought this new book and this sounds super crazy. I need to go read this instead. <laughs> And mm-hmm. by that judgment call, I'm saying one is more interesting, not necessarily – well, and that implication further down is this is more important, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. what I send my attention to. But I think that interesting thing, and that's why it's so easy – it's so more attractive to listen to a podcast, to listen to someone else explain yep. it because it's – more interesting to hear someone that you enjoy listening to break something down or yeah. a commentary mm-hmm. may add light or, you know, not light, uh, levity or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. The whole mm-hmm. point I'm getting at and everything that you broke down in this, uh, that we talked about the Antichrist that we kept returning to scripture. You kept returning to scripture all the time and pulling yeah. great verses <laughs> out is that like, the Bible is not boring, right. <laughs> you know, at no. the end of the day is like everything that we're talking about is stemming from a solid foundation of the Bible. And mm-hmm. that's where like really cool, genuine, genuinely interesting conversations. I've really enjoyed this conversation. I know we could probably mm-hmm. talk about for, we should have you on to talk about AI because we could, I could talk for that, about I hours too. That. All right. Awesome. Um, but everything we're taking is like, oh, what is this thing that's in scripture? Let's talk about it. Oh, these are some crazy ideas. And we're talking. The whole point I'm getting at is there's the Bible is not boring. Right. And especially mm-hmm. if you're reading it, it may be uh, a suggestion to someone who uh, we always suggest 
to pray <laughs> when you read the Bible to see, ask God to uh, uh, illuminate something, you know, like, hey, or I'm st- I don't know what this means. God, can you help me, tell, help me with this? Yeah. I think in the same way, um, in a pragmatic way, I think God would probably answer this right away. And he's answered it for me, too, is saying, God, can you just make this interesting for me? I really don't want to mm-hmm. read it. Or I'm struggling. I'm in Leviticus or I'm in Numbers or Exodus or like I've prayed, God, please just make this interesting for me. (laughs) Like, you know, I need this and I know I need it and he will. So like there's nothing wrong to pray for interest in it or pray to be interested in reading the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those are if you need to take us, if you need to start there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you will change your heart. Amen. Yeah. So, Jessica, two things. Mm-hmm. First, uh, and the first thing I want you to do is, how can someone? Because you said I put down all the commentaries and then I just read the Bible. What mm-hmm. give give our listeners some some helpful techniques on that for like what yeah. what you did? Because Rosie, that mm-hmm. Rosie just sparked me to. What did you do um, when you were getting into like Leviticus and Numbers? Did you just power through it and just like hunker down, or what? How did you? Yeah, I just powered through it. And something that I started doing, um, especially to like keep end time things organized, and it's just been helpful throughout the whole Bible now, is I always go book by book, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll write down like a few main points about what that chapter was and like label it. Chapter eight, this is what it was about. And you go chapter nine, this is, you know, like just main, like, two to three main points mm-hmm. and um, you'll see that like, okay, the summation like of the story of that whole book mm-hmm. and um, something else that I came to practice is whenever I read something that I don't understand, um, I don't instantly go to buy the, the Google and mm-hmm. I don't own a study Bible. Mm-hmm. I don't have any other words in my, my Bible. <laughs> um, and I literally just pray understanding for that verse. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it does not come right away. There's been some times when it has, but there's been, it's just, it's so incredible to watch Holy Spirit work in your life and, and so intimate to, to know that he's speaking to you because there's been some instances where like, Oh, I don't understand that Lord God, give me the understanding. And I keep reading. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, there's been times when it's like weeks later and he'll reveal it to me in like this weird random conversation I've had. Hmm. <laughs> like it just comes up and I'm like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> that was an answer to prayer. And, it, and it's just so, I can't communicate just like I'm getting the chills again because mm. it's just, he is there and he wants to work with you in the Holy spirit. He, he is so much better than any man's voice. Mm-hmm. Amen. He wants to talk to you. He wants to give you. He it says, ask for wisdom, understanding, and he gives it freely. Mm-hmm. Just stop for a second and let him. Mm-hmm. Like he he wants this relationship with you, and it's beautiful. <laughs> that, that's perfect, perfectly. And said. you also said symbolism. You mentioned it at the beginning. You said symbolism is a rule for literacy, literal. Like it always pushes through to literal. How did you yes. word it? Symbolism always translates to li- to literal when it comes to prophecy. You gotta you gotta ask you know, 
okay, when you're reading something like, what is this first? Is it a poem or is it this or is that? If it's prophecy, you're like, okay, how did Bible the Bible handle prophecy before? Oh, if it's a symbol, it, it translates to literal. Um, like, so there's a lot of symbolism in Revelation. And actually, the majority of the time, Revelation literally just tells you what the symbol is. Right. Um, yeah. And it's so right. funny because people are like, oh, what was that? And I'm like, it literally says it. In the next <laughs> <one>. <laughs> right. But um, like, you know, there's going to be a mark, literal mark. But like this dragon with um, a prostitute on top, that's not going to be, that's a symbolism translated into um, literal. Right. And it literally tells you what it is. So just keep reading and it'll tell you. Like it's not coming. So, and that's the other thing is that people like make revelation so complicated mm. and intimidating because they think that all this stuff all, means all this other stuff, but it, no, it actually says what it means. Yeah. Isn't that crazy how God would actually <laughs> say what he means in his own words? Like it's not complicated. <laughs> right. Okay. So that was the first thing. The second thing that I was going to ask you to do is, so as we're thinking, okay, going back to the timeline, going back to the end here. So um, what are some s specific things that our listeners can begin to just kind of pay mm. attention to right now in the news and, or whatever that would mm -hmm. kind of help them begin to see some of these things that you've been talking about, that we've been talking mm -hmm. about, you know, through the timeline? Um, first is always Israel. Keep your eye on Israel. Mm -hmm. No matter what you think of the Jews, um, we – obey God in um, praying over them and yeah. supporting Israel. Um, it's not about them. It's about, it's for God's sakes, God, for God's sake, not Israel's. That's what it says in Ezekiel. Mm -hmm. um, so Israel, first and foremost, um, the Temple Mount, because things are happening. The third temple will be happening in the seven year tribulation. And we see all of the pieces coming together for that. So um, watch the temple. Um, Peace and safety. Watch um, mm -hmm. the world come come to unite. And right now, they're really uniting over climate change, and that's like really like okay, let's put down all of our religions to to be together with this. Um, so look out for anything that says environmental justice. Mm. <laughs> um, and I mean, I know it sounds silly, but aliens. <laughs> yeah. um, no, not silly at all. That doesn't sound silly. No. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I mean, we have little fallen angels underneath our feet. They're going to come out of the literal. <laughs> someone, mm -hmm. I, I said, you know, aliens aren't going to be coming from above. They're from below. And um, someone had asked me like, oh, well, where? Because there's all these holes in the earth. And people are telling me there's all from different places. I'm like, it literally says in the, out of the Euphrates. Like, right. <laughs> it's not complicated again. But um, <laughs> Euphrates is drying up. So like, um, uh, and digital currency, cashless society, that's something to be mm -hmm. keeping an eye out because the Antichrist will have, you know, a one, one world currency, one world way to buy and sell through the mark. And so there is needs to be see, everything that in the Senate tribulation, there needs to be steps towards all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Foreshadowing. So this is these are some some things you can keep a lookout on because you know what's going to be happening in the seven year tribulation. Um, if, if anybody comes and is like promoting a peace plan and um, <laughs> maybe do a red flag with that and not idolize him. <laughs> and um, what else? I think that's, that's I think that's good. Yeah, like, that's that's, a, that's, a good, that's awesome. Yeah. 
And I love what you said. Everything is just a stage being set. Mm -hmm. And for us, the glorious hope is the rapture. And and I know people mock us for this. And Rosie, you say it perfectly. Like, well, we're pre-milled, pre you know, pre-trib, rapture, dispeeds, or whatever you say. But <laughs> it, it, the truth is, is that that God is working to set the stage because His Word is true, and He said He was going to do it. So mm -hmm. every everything that we're seeing, he's already told us is going to happen because he knows the beginning from the end. And so nothing else can happen except for what God has told us is going to happen, right? right? Mm -hmm. And so so we've got that. But the, the glorious part for us as believers is that we should look up because our redemption draws near. Like we know that the rapture is soon upon us. Mm -hmm. and, and so that should bring us great encouragement and hope because all of this – crazy stuff when it begins when once once it unleashes and those bowls of wrath and those judgments start to fall out um you don't want to be here mm -mm. and and that's not a fear tactic thing that i'm putting out there that's literally like that's reality we you don't mm -hmm. want to it, it says yeah. that it's a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of an angry, angry god right mm -hmm. and you don't want to be on that end of it with. I think people severely underestimate how horrific those seven years are going to be. Yeah. And um, to, to even think that we're in it is just ignorance. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's going to be horrendous, and you're not going to want to be a part of it. And that's not um, – yeah, sure, I, I, I use a little fear to get you away from that. Yeah, like, right. like <laughs> that maybe should scare you. I don't know. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> And and it says as in the days of Noah, so it will be in the in the last days. And so, at the at the coming of the Son of Man, what it, what happened? Well, you know, Noah was preacher of righteousness. He was telling people, "Get in my ark, get in my ark, get in my mm -hmm. ark." Um, why? So that they could escape the judgment that was coming, the flood. Mm -hmm. And we have this wonderful promise of get into the ark of Jesus Christ, <laughs> mm -hmm. get into him, and you will escape the judgment just as Noah yeah. and his sons did. That door was sealed, and so are we. Yeah, amen. That's great. What a, And also <laughs> God closed that door. Noah, mm -hmm. Noah just obeyed and got in, but God closed the door. And, mm -hmm. and so that means that when he was told to be ready to go, he was ready to go. Mm -hmm. You know, And that's how we need to be is ready to go. <laughs> and yeah. they all mocked Noah. They did. So, yeah. Oh, goodness. And that's, that's the one thing that I always kind of like remind myself when I'm getting, you know, I get it, guys. I get, I get mocked and scoffed like crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, Noah did this for a hundred years. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this has only been three years for me. <laughs> well, you said, yeah. what a great time to be living in these days. We're living in the fulfillment of scripture. And, and Peter said, in the last days, they'll be mocking you. Where is your. Mm -hmm. Where is the Savior that you said was coming, you know? Where is and, he? And that verse actually says that it talks about um, um, the fathers. So it's like the people that were, were in the line and believing what they believed. Mm. So a lot of people don't realize that that verse is actually believers mocking yeah. and scoffing. And mm. woe to you to be on that side of fulfilling pro prophecy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That sucks for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. I mean, we've gone on for an hour and almost hour and 40 minutes. This is. Oh, oh goodness. It doesn't seem like it, no, right? No, no, no. And we just scratched the surface. Yeah. 
I feel like we yeah, just yeah. scratched the surface. Oh, yeah. Like there's yeah. so many more. So would you would you be willing to join us again sometime? Uh, there is so much more I could say. So yes. Yeah. Well, you have. <laughs> well, yeah. You don't. You, there's a lot you could say. You don't have to say it with us. That's yeah. <laughs> that's what we are asking. <laughs> no, I, I love this. I, I always thought like, oh, I would love a podcast, but I would never know who to do it with, and I want to do it uh, with somebody. So. I'm like, <laughs> Well, you're here. Yeah, come on on. You're on. You're, you, if we're going to talk about end times, I'm, yeah, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of confusion mm-hmm. about it and a lot of different voices. And um, and yeah. I just love your advice. Pray through and the signs to look for. Um, I just think that was so cool. And, uh, man, I'm refreshed right now, man. Me too. I wanna, let's, <laughs> let's go down to the mall and share the gospel here. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do they still have malls? They don't have malls anymore. So. <laughs> There's no more malls. We'll go to the Amazon pickup place. <laughs> it's weird because I was like, in my rapture dream, I was in a mall. So oh. it's weird. That's, that's cool. Oh, no, no, no. Never mind. What? Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Jessica, thank you again for joining us. And we're going to put mm-hmm. all of the contact information for you for Instagram and also for your time, Bible timeline so people can um, can go ahead and get that. And I would encourage our listeners to, you know, jump in that, follow her. On, you're probably already listening, you know, following her on Instagram. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but um, share, you know, with your friends about it. And, um, and like we said, you know, keep your eyes up because our redemption draws near. It could be at any moment the trumpet could blow and the faithful in Christ will rise. Uh, any day now. That's right. Any day. Followed. We will. We will follow those that are dead in Christ first, though. Mm-hmm. So Amen. get to see. Yeah. You get to see your good faithful grandma before you get to. <laughs> <go up. Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, so just much for having me on. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah, our pleasure. Yeah. Well, thank you. And yeah. we'll. Uh, so we'll be in touch. But hang on, and then uh, mm-hmm. guys, we'll catch you next time on All at War. Love you. Thanks for listening to the All Out War podcast today. If you had a blast, then we'd love to have you back for another episode. So please subscribe and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can also follow us on Instagram at All Out War Podcast or on Twitter at AOWCast. These episodes are also available on YouTube unless they contain a little too much truth. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time.